Outdoor Edge introduces the all-new Razor Guide Pack. Coming in at 12 ounces and in a premium wax canvas roll pack for compact storage and travel, the Razor Guide Pack is seven blades in total, including a 5-inch replaceable blade folding knife, a 3-inch replaceable blade caping knife, and the flip-and-zip saw for wood or bone. Whether you're hunting the back 40 or chasing game deep in the backcountry, the Razor Guide Pack has it all. For more information, visit OutdoorEdge.com. Welcome to the Missouri Woods and Water Podcast with your hosts, Nate, Micah, and Andy. What's up, fellas? How we doing, friend? Chilling. Just living the good life, right? Another day. Another day, another dollar. I'm still waiting for my dollar. (laughs) (laughs) Ain't got my dollar today. That's right. You guys have been here for an hour and a half, and we finally hit the the record button. That's usually... Told you I wasn't worried about being late. There's a reason why we don't do video. And oh, that's man. because a simple video is always a pain in the ass for us. Yeah. We did a video. It did not go well. Editorially inclined. Yeah, we are not good at it. That's for sure. What are we doing? What are we talking about today, guys? We are doing a year-end review. Recap. Yeah, recap. Do some listener questions, that sort of stuff. Which will technically come out January 3rd. We're recording this before that, before the end of the year. But every year we do an end of the year recap, listener questions, gives us a chance to kind of, you know, talk to our folks. Um, and then we're going to look forward into 23, man. It's what, coming what quick, we're planning man. on doing. Yeah. I, ju- I just got used to using 22 because I write down, you know, I got to write down the date a lot. <laughs> I still got to think about it every once in a while. No, I got to think of a whole new number. I say last year, I always think 2020. Yeah. Whenever I say last year. Well, that's yeah. literally almost two years ago. Now. <laughs> yeah, that was two years ago. Yeah, so. that's pretty cool. So uh, that's what we're doing today. And we're just going to, you know, I don't, how, do we record just the three of us very often, if ever? It's been a little bit since we have. I mean, I think we do this once a year, and we sometimes do mid-year recaps, and but it's at least been a year, I'd say that much. No, but probably before deer season or during deer season. Okay. Yeah, but that was mostly like deer hunting. Right. So this one's kind of all inclusive, I guess. Sure. Included? Yeah. Inclusive? Is that right? You do you, man. <laughs> talk how you're going to talk. <laughs> all right. Let's do some sponsors real quick. <laughs> before get before we get in the meat and potatoes, let's do our sponsors here. Um, Athlon Optics. Funny enough, we have been looking at scopes for the last 30 minutes before recording. Um, Andy's trying to decide what he's going to put on a gun. I thought I had Have made you decided? a decision, and I'm, no. It's between the Helos and the Midas Tack. <sighs> yeah. Have you at least narrowed it down to that? I think so. There you go. I like the Helos. I've got that on one of my guns, but I want you to get something different so we can, you know, compare. But yeah, I don't know. I'm struggling. The point is, Athlon has options. A lot of them. Check them out. AthlonOptics.com ridiculously good optics. I have there to say it really go. slow to get it correct. Uh, Midwest Gunworks, use our code MWW5 for 5% off. Um, 
I don't know. Why don't you all say something about them? That's pretty awesome. Sorry, I'm trying to. Yeah, get <laughs> off your phone. <laughs> it's a Midwest Gunworks. Yeah. Yeah. I'm actually looking at a gun right now. So hopefully, you know, within the next week or so, I have one coming. Yep. So. My next purchase from them is going to be some gunsmith tools. Just, you know, some, some hex key wrenches, um, um, some punches. I just got a uh, screwdriver set from them. Nah, I, to- I, I, I want to get a With torque. my gift card from their Black Friday sale. There you go. I spent, I think I spent like $9 total. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was it was a cheap, just basic screwdriver set, but mm-hmm. I've already used it. I took a, a scope off of a gun, and I used it, and it was yeah. nice. Yeah. I want to I get a torquing. Uh, yeah, that, that's set. the next thing I want to get. That's my name. I've, it's always easy because Russell has all that stuff. Right. Yeah. So I just like, hey, you know, I'll just go borrow or <laughs> just let Russell do it. But you know, I'd like to get my own stuff. Right. Yeah. I want to get a. Uh, I want to get a vice. Yeah, that's uh, really what yes. I want to do. Or a stand or whatever the hell you want to call it. Where I can put the gun. Something where it. you can level it all up. Yep. I just I mainly just want to be able to put on my own scope. Yeah. I could. I just don't have the stuff. You don't have the. Yeah. 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 I have the levels. I don't have anything to like hold the gun. Like last time, I roughed in my scope, I guess you'd call it, and I used my actually I used my Athlon tripod, leveled that all up, oh. got as level as I could. It worked decent. It's I mean, just I every got, time you touch it, no, I mean it was pretty spot on. I mean it held tight, but mm-hmm. uh, nice. It's you know that was a rough in. Yeah, so yeah. we didn't have to mess with it too much though. Whenever I did take it over to Russell's, check them out MidwestGunWorks.com. Cutting back digital. Um, I'm not going to give the code out because it might be changing. It might be changing by the time people hear this. So, um, check them out. Cuddybackdigital.com. I still got all my cameras out and they're still running. I have changed just to, this is, this might be better than any year I've had actually, but I have changed one set of batteries in one battery pack. That's what, that's all I've done. External pack one time. Yeah. I did that on my home camera. And the only reason I did that is because I had to change the SD card in it, and the external pack was already getting low, so you or it was out. So I went ahead and changed it, and all my other ones are sh- showing good. So I couldn't tell you how many days are on it, but quite a bit. Mine are dead. <laughs> You're dead. <laughs> Mine are dead. But yeah. I uh, I had a pretty good uh, amount of pictures that ran through this year, so I need to get back out there. and I I've, I've, That's the first set of batteries I put in. I put those in when we do that next June. Somewhere June, now, yeah. July, June, June, July. Yeah, it's hotter when we run death through it. that day. Yeah. I mean, I kids yeah. were troopers. Well, whenever you are putting your cameras in your cutty back, whenever you put them over Lucky Buck, you're going to get a lot of pictures. <laughs> I, I like the transition. <laughs> do you like that segue? Day. Yeah, do you like that? You know what? They <laughs> three of the four uh, that I'm running in that system at that farm are are all over uh, Lucky Buck. Yep, it's and, good stuff, and, man. And you know, get on Lucky Buck Mineral. Um, dot com check them out and then you know when you got a lot of deer coming into your mineral you're going to want to hang a set in that hang, area yeah, yeah. you're going to want to hang a tree stand pretty close get on river's edge tree stands <laughs> uh, we code. are losers yeah use the code missouri 10 for 10 percent. then when and you do free that shipping. plus free shipping you don't want to forget where you put them so you better drop a pin <laughs> on your on your on on your onyx oh man hey at least we're having fun with it use the code <laughs> mww20 on onyx man um it. I was on that a lot this last weekend. Me, you, Andy, you and I went hunting. Yeah. And uh, I have never been to those places that we went, and so it was cool just to kind of 
I don't know, look at it and go, all right, I see what you're saying or whatever, you know. Well, we're we're getting – we're starting to transition more into the coyote hunting portion yeah. and – onyx is vital for that information yep. you know obviously we got all our spots pins and that way you can come up with a game plan when it comes down to tournament day or if you're just going out and you guys taught me that not too long ago but i can sit in the you know drop your pin you can turn on the wind ideal wind yeah well I, I don't use the ideal i use i want to know what it is currently oh yeah okay um, yeah i've seen the ideal wind that like i think for deer hunting i would use the ideal wind more for coyote hunting, I want to know what it just is. Just want to now. know what it is, so yeah. that way I can know how to set up. You know, in certain. Yeah, I actually use another app too for my wind. It's just a uh, the hell is it even? It's a weather app. It's called um, My Radar, and so I'll look at my Onyx, and then I'll also look at the My Radar, and it's got a, like a real time wind, like it shows the wind on a gotcha. map, and I'll just be like, all right, yeah, it looks good, looks good here, um, yeah. but yeah, so. Coyote hunting is what we're going to be getting into over the next few months a lot more, obviously. So we're going to be using those pins on Onyx. Check them out. And then sometimes when you're on a set, things aren't going good and you're bored. Now we're stretching. (laughs) And you want to get on your camo fire app. (laughs) And see what deals you can get for the day. For the flash sale. Hit that stop button, folks. We're sorry. (laughs) But, yeah, camo fire uh, and I don't know. I mean, I'm not going to get on it right now, but. It's a good time of the year to be doing stuff, you know. You know, uh, well, a lot of stuff is, you know, a lot of things are going to be discounted mm-hmm. towards the end of the year. Yeah. You know, everybody's trying to get rid of. Well, when you returned a lot of those Christmas presents, you didn't really want, right? Exactly. So you got some cash. <laughs> yep. Get on Camo Fire and and try some stuff. I, yeah. you know what? I started saying I like Camo Fire as like a, uh, a, a good way to try out new new things. That makes sense. Because it's discounted yeah. stuff. So if you're like, man, I'd I'd like to try out. I really been wanting some of this. Uh, one of the best purchases I ever I ever made off there was a um, it was a I think it's a hawk. It has you know like when kids fly their kites, and the string oh. is around one of them deals. Yeah, it was uh, it's braided rope with a carabiner on the end of it around like one a of those. Rope. I bought that off there years ago, and that's what I used for my um, Your bow my ropes. bow. Yeah, on on stands that I don't have like a. Sometimes I'll tie one off and have one there all the time, but a lot of my stands don't, and I'll just carry that in my uh, side pocket on my gear, pop it out, murder right tree. Go. Yeah, there you go. Black Ovis, use the code MWW for 10% off of there. Black Ovis, they got a lot of good stuff. You and I are going to be testing out some stuff over the next I couple have weeks. Already testing. Have you? Yes. What do you think of your uh, heated insoles? I like them, but there was some features that I was not impressed with. Okay. So I got the heated insoles, and they're controlled by Bluetooth. Mm-hmm. They work great. They kept my feet warm. The only downfall is, for me, there was no standby mode. So whenever you turn them on, they're at, I think it's like 25, 50, 75, 100% heat, you know, obviously. Mm-hmm. You can't put them on zero without turning them off. And to turn them back on, you have to take the insole out, turn them on with your hand. They got a button. You got to click on the insole. You can't just turn it back on on the nope, app. You can't turn them on through the app. Hmm. So that, that was a downfall. But if it's cold enough, if you can if you can do it where you're just putting your boots on right when you're about to walk in, it shouldn't be a deal. But I was wearing my boots, and I've only used them once so far. I was using. I put my boots on at home. I had to go drop the kids off at my parents, 
and then I went out. So I was in my boots for probably an hour before I made it out to the woods. The battery lasted the entire time, but my feet got warm before I got to the woods. Huh. So interesting. And yeah. I'm going to be testing out some heated socks. Mm-hmm. I haven't got them yet, so I'm going to try those out. Um, but yeah, check them out. Uh, Blackovis.com. They got some cool um, branded apparel too. I'm a huge fan of their logo. Oh, yeah, it's a sick logo. And they've got some cool branded apparel. Yeah, for That's sure. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, so thanks to our sponsors, uh, and really thanks to all of our sponsors. Um, we're we're going to be going another year on this podcast now, Yep. and we honestly could not get it done if we didn't have uh, partners and sponsors kind of helping us out. We're going to be uh, moving in 2023. We're going to be spending some money. Um, we're going to ATA this year. Yep exciting um we're hoping to go to like places like the iowa deer classic i'd love to go to shot show it's the week after ata so that's mm-hmm. not going to happen but you know we'd like to be able to go to stuff and you know that ain't free unfortunately try to get and, to maybe one of the missouri i think where there's yeah hopefully show missouri. me white tails yeah, show me, yeah and um we're gonna be buying some new equipment this year um to make things a little easier on youtube uh i think and so you know we couldn't do that stuff without you know, our partners. So we want to thank not just the partners on today's show, but all of them. Um, you know, hopefully we continue working with everybody moving into next year. And last but not least, Bush Light. Bush Latte. Um, the fuel of the show. Yep. 100%. Yeah, you guys posted a picture the other week. <laughs> we should be a sponsored by Bush Light. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. <laughs> if they just sent us beer, I would say their name for free every time. Deal. You're doing it right now, and you paid for the beer. I know. Thank you, Andy, by the way, for yeah, the beer. No problem. <laughs> yeah, Andy came to celebrate. You know, this is like, hey, we've got another year in our under our belts. Can y'all believe this is our third year in review show? If it, I mean, it's, it's gone by quick, honestly. I mean, Memorial Day will be three years for us. It goes by pretty quick. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean, that's just life in We have tolerated each other for 140 episodes at this point. Tolerate be the right word. <laughs> I mean, really, the best the best thing is Andy disappears for like two months at a time. So it's we the only that, thing that makes it work. We, we get the, <laughs> we get that break from him. I mean, it it's nice. Did you uh shout out to our buddy Ethan McKay by the way? Did you buy that dad joke book? He I, sent you. I didn't buy. Need to. I not bought it. I mean, whoever invented knock knock jokes? Honestly, I don't know. I thought there whoever was, was going to be punched. I thought there was so going to be a joke there. Though, whoever did should get a Nobel Prize. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Dude, I got you both on that one, though. Also, that was thanks to Ethan. He sent me that one. <laughs> of course he did. We all want to do first, we want to do listener questions. There's some good ones. Yeah, we can do a handful of those. I mean, because we're doing them all. Uh, yeah, I know, but I'm just saying we could do a few. Then we could talk. Then we can do a few. What we talk about? <laughs> I don't know. You do this every year. Yeah. Do whatever you want. No. <laughs> All right, well, let's start. I'm just going to go in chrono- order of the one the, the screenshots I took. First one. Uh, from our buddy at the Huntervore Podcast. Hey, just following up, how... Wait. <laughs> oh, sorry. So he asked how the deer steak went. I just got the meat back yesterday from the processor uh, for my son. So when you... When yeah, you, you need to get your up. stuff out of my freezer. Yep. Um, and I uh, haven't had it yet, so... He had his he had his snack sticks, but we're gonna do that. Uh, but his question this week is: What was the best dish slash snack you made out of your deer this year? 
And what new cut or organ are you going to save for 2023 if given the opportunity? Let me, I'll start. I'm deer jerky is my favorite thing. So that's going to always be my favorite. And I got a new dehydrator for Christmas. Oh, did you? Did you get a good one? Like the kind of like mine? 12 tray. Nice. The 12 tray. Yeah, I like yours, but it's a 12 tray. Okay. And the only reason I did the 12, yours is a 10 and a two pound uh, tube of meat. Using my jerky gun, which I want back, by the way, you son of a bitch, <laughs> um, will make three trays. So with a 10-tray um, dehydrator, you waste a tray. Because at two pounds, six pounds will make nine trays. So you got a tray. So I can do eight pounds and fill up all 12 trays. There you Sorry go. about that. So uh, that's my favorite thing and then what new cut are you looking forward to i'm looking forward to trying the steaks with my son that i haven't tried yet but they're sitting up in the freezer ready to get tried so i this is the first time i've gotten the inner loins and the steaks made off a of deer in a long time you probably get a recipe from hunter Probably have a good recipe got i was thinking about already, that already got it i was thinking about that we need to have him back on oh, just no to doubt talk some more already got it he more we were on the uh the how to hunt deer podcast the uh, deer camp yeah and i asked him that question he gave me a recipe right there i'm gonna have to go back and listen to it and write it down mayonnaise is in there yep mayonnaise and s&p and that's about it that's all you need so SP, good for me how about you guys a little garlic what's uh your best dish uh well i didn't kill a deer this year yet still time maybe we'll see try to <laughs> we're gonna try uh but, I mean, I, I like steaks and jerky. I mean, I don't mess with the burger too much because I mainly process my own deer. Right. So, whenever I do it, I do steaks, jerky, and I believe the part of that question was what organ meat and stuff like that. Yeah, what cut correct? slash organ are you going to save? The heart. I'm going to start saving the heart because I've gotten, I've had a heart before and it's actually really, really good. I'm also going to try the tongue. I'm a big fan of cow tongue. I don't know if you guys have ever had it. I'm an excellent cook at it. Just being honest, really good. Micah likes tongue. I like tongue. I'm fine with that. So I'm going to try deer tongue, see how it goes. But you, Andy? Give me some looks over there. You're like, you sick son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I am not the worst a part is I even started that joke. Have I you ever had tongue? Nope. Would you try it if I made you tongue? <laughs> would you eat it? Are we talking about food would. right now? Yeah, yeah, we're talking about food. <laughs> Quit being a pervert your sister <laughs> no yeah, Andy. <laughs> probably yeah. i mean i tried i'm pretty open to try most things besides raw fish but yeah okay i would try most things yeah. but don't put raw fish in front of me so you guys sushi. don't like sushi i'm not eating it i like so you've never sushi tried made it. you just automatically that is one of my biggest pet peeves is people that bitch about food that they don't even uh, know dude i put fish eggs in front of me isn't that caviar yeah, yeah. i'm not eating that shit i'm just not you guys, dude, Hunter Vore. I, I draw the line. Our boy, the, the Hunter Vore, right now like, is just I, sitting there going, "What?" I try. I will try a lot Sorry, of Nick. things. I try to be open to a lot of things. That's just a line. I just. Yeah, nope. I agree. I can't think of one thing that I would not try if Man, it's like an, a legit, a legit dish. People eat it. Man-made play. fire. Put that shit over top of. It. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's yeah. fine. I'm gonna make you some tongue though. I would. And you're I, gonna I would shit try your britches. You're gonna be like, "Oh my god, this I would is try amazing." It. I would try it. Nick Otto, we're sorry. We are just 
We're making Nick's ears bleed right now with Probably. answering his questions. But it is a good question. All right. Thanks, Nick, man. Um, and, and good luck to Nick. And check his show out, The Huntervore. It's on the Sportsman's Empire Network, too. Awesome show. It's a, all about cooking yep. wild game. It's a, it's, a, it's a show that I need to listen to more of because uh, he's really good at what he does. Yes, he is. Um, so check that out. All right. Next question is actually from my mother. Oh, boy. She must listen. You potty mouth. Baby. Her question was, when are you going to have your mamas on? My mom would come on a heartbeat. She actually texted me and Micah. Yeah. Your mom would come on on a heartbeat? Oh, yeah. Carol would be awesome. Oh, yeah. She would obviously be awesome. Yes, she would be great. I bet she has some great stories. Apparently, my mother would come on. I don't know if my mom would. I could tell stories. You don't think Danita would come on? I mean, she would. I just don't because she has nothing. I mean, my grandfather was a hunter and a fisherman, but once she left the house, I mean, yeah. Her, yeah. Then her two well, kids started well, okay. hunting. That was it. My mother is a, even. Same. So I just don't my know mom, what we would talk about. I've well, killed a lot of deer with my mom. Yeah. It would have There's to be a, I think Mother's Day would be an ideal time for them to come on. Obviously, we'll have to come up the with last, the subject. The last deer my mom killed, she straight no scoped it, too close. Just so boom. she, jumped, she just, just looked down the it. barrel and yeah. I think it, it would almost be like an episode. What it's like having sons who are outdoorsmen or something. Maybe you know, like because my mom, I'm sure, always has beef because she's like, "We want to have a family dinner this day," and we're like, "Uh, no, that's <laughs> opening day of deer season or yeah. whatever." Right? We, I'll be there after I hunt. Yeah. I got I got into a fight with my wife over that because that's how Thanksgiving went this year. Yeah, yeah, it's the second day, you know, second weekend of rival season. But okay, whatever. Yeah. I guess I can be there at four o'clock, no problem. <laughs> right, in the middle of the freaking day. Yeah. So, uh, mom, I don't know. I'm a little nervous about what you what you'd say to be honest. Oh, she'd be fine. I do love you though. All right, next question. Um, I just, I'm going to say it because I said I would read every question or comment. Austin Allenbaugh, <laughs> which this has been asked a bunch of times now. I think every year we've had this asked. Who's the best shot out of the three? Let's start some shit. <laughs> Once again, I think this has been asked pretty much every year. Yeah. Uh, Andy, we'll just go ahead and say. Are we talking about firearms? Yeah. We'll start firearms. Firearms, pretty sure Andy, he gets the most, he has the most time behind a trigger. You know. That's yeah, we've never really shot together like once i I guess we did once at but it was windy windy as hell that day day. i mean we all we all shoot pretty decent i mean i'm i am much a much different shooter now than i was two years ago i'm 100 percent. the guns are different the glass is different i'm different i would say I, i would agree with you i think andy would probably be the best shooter you know between the three of us when it comes to consistency but i'm confident I mean, going coyote hunting now. Well, yeah. And deer hunting and all that. I mean, I I used to just hope to make a good shot. Now I'm expect I expect to make a good shot, and that's a different type of hunting style to me. I mean, 300 in if I don't it's not dead, I'm pissed. Right. right. Now, 400, I have an expectation I'm going to hit it and beyond that, it's that's when I lose yeah. confidence. Now, archery, I'm not going yeah, nope. Arch- you, I feel like I used I mean, to put myself in a no conversation different, there. Honestly, I mean, when you're talking about who's the best shot, okay, I mean, I feel like we're all good archers. So I, I feel you know. like I, I, I 
would have thought myself better, but in the last year, probably two years, I've shot less than what I used to. Yeah, I've and definitely shot less than normal. Used I, to be, we would we would go to three Ds all the we'd time. We'd go to three Ds a lot, and I was constantly out in the backyard mm-hmm. shooting. See, this summer I was out in my yard shooting a lot. Now three Ds, we only did that one thing that one time together, and I did great. Till the last damn, I didn't. <laughs> make, you yeah. didn't. Even, yeah, yeah. I didn't the last damn shot, I lost two damn arrows. That's right. I that was that, that was aggravation. The first one was dumb luck. The second one was I shouldn't have ever shot. I was pissed. Most improved still Pat. Pat well, obviously he went from he went he'll, from he'll listen to this and he'll probably punch me for it. But he went from the worst shooter in our group. To he, probably he used to the throw best. his bow. <laughs> Ground tune. That's, that's, if you want to call it launching it thirty feet through the air, that's what I saw, didn't you, Micah? It was it was quite a toss. You know, it's better better than the shot he took. Tom Brady, would have, <laughs> Tom Brady would have been proud. <laughs> yeah. Bo, Bo no, no, he's definitely he's definitely arrow. a solid shot. I mean, so I mean, whatever. I mean, I feel like we all do a good job, and we all have different types. Like Andy, you're using a. Uh, are you still on thumb release, or did you go back? I went back. You went back to yeah. to. Trigger, trigger, whatever wrist thing, wrist rocket, wrist rocket. But yeah, uh, I don't know. So it's a tie. Next question: Uh, The adaptive outdoorsman. He's got a podcast. Um, Check him out. Did you guys have anything planned with Missouri disabled sportsmen this year? As a matter of fact, we do. Sure do. We are. It's already been announced, but we are going to be the first. Um mobility impaired hunt with Missouri disabled sportsmen for coyotes. Yep. We are taking two um, mobility impaired individuals on a coyote hunt at Duckhorn Outdoors. Mm-hmm. We're going to go down. We're going to stay there the Friday night, have some fellowship with the folks, whoever gets chosen. Um, another guy is teaming up with us as well. His name's Brandon Scarborough. What's up, Brandon, man, if you're listening. Shout out. Um, and we are going to – Going to hunt. Try it out. Yeah. We're going to see how it goes. Yeah. Um, speaking of which, did I text you guys about – yeah, we'll talk about it off the air. <laughs> yeah. It's it's a logistics. Um, but anyway, yeah, Sean. Uh, his name's Sean Jordan with the Adaptive Outdoorsman. Thanks for that question. We are doing that, and we're excited to do that with him. Yep. Uh, Pete's a great guy. We've had Pete in studio with us and want to keep doing stuff with Missouri Disabled Sportsman. We're just doing two just to kind of test it out this year. Yeah, so we just don't want to overdo it. We don't know how it's going to work yeah. out. Um, I think a success for me would be I would like each hunter to kill a coyote. Well, for sure. Yeah. We're going to separate. So there's going to be um, two of us will be with one of the hunters and the other two will be with the other hunter. If we could, like, even get a shot off. I guess on a coyote. I I just want to call one in for him. Yeah, for them to see them. Yeah, I mean in. this is going to be new ground for us. We don't know what to expect. Yeah. I don't know what the hunt pressure is. Anything. Getting them killed is going to be like the ultimate bonus. But yeah, getting, yeah. Getting them to see one, call one in is going to be pretty big. Yeah, yeah. So we're excited about it. Um, here's a good one. So from this is on Instagram, Telga sixty one. His question is: Are the citizens of Missouri tired of out of state hunters yet? No. The majority of them, I don't think, care. But there are definitely some select groups that have, get irritated with the way that we do our tags, I would assume. I think yeah, but that's that's our tags, not the well, hunters. 
We're in a primarily private land hunting group, I would say. The the majority of our friends have private land they hunt. I think when you get in areas of bigger public land and bigger public land usage, there's probably a little bit more um, animosity there. I know at the local Walmart, I was in there doing something, and uh, just a lady made a, a comment that she has never sold as many out-of-state tags as she has this year. Really? really? Yep. Yeah. I mean, I think there's another question later on, but I I don't care. I mean, if you come into my state, or if I go, in, like I would say the same thing if I'm going somewhere else, be respectful of the state you're in and the land you're on. So if, if someone's coming in from, like our, our buddies at uh, Between the Tines from, some, from Louisiana, they come up here, they lease property up here, they hunt the right way, they come up here, to they're managing their herd because they're not going to spend all that time and money to come up here and shoot a two-year-old, right? So they're doing what, like, I would want to do as a hunter up here as well. Devil's advocate, that's them. Not all out-of-staters are that way. Not all in-staters are that way. Same. Very true. Very true. I get get the argument for both sides. You know, it's great that you can come into our state. It's great that we can go into Colorado and hunt elk every year. I do think in time it's going to be harder for us to do that. And I would like to see it a little bit harder for out-of-staters to come into our state. Which I think that's a question here later on about our tag prices mm-hmm. which would be the one thing i'm like man well we'll get to it but i'm I'm not tired of them I just respect our natural resources respect our state when you come in and i i don't have no problems with people coming and enjoying our state that's what our state our state's badass i think personally our group we enjoy other states so we're open to people coming and enjoy the yeah. state so just do it respectfully we try to do the same yeah yeah that that would that's the I think what would piss me off the most is if you find out some dude from some other state, I'm not going to name a state, just some some place right. came in and freaking tore up public ground, left a bunch of trash all over the place, post four deer. Yeah, F that guy. Yep. Like that that's the type of one I'm tired of. Sure. Good question, man. Um who is this from? Oh, um our our one of the first listeners of our show honestly. Um, Troy Vett. Yeah. Um, Troy Vetter. Um, he's the guy I forgot to send the hat to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, I still, I'm sorry about that, Troy. Um, he's got two questions for us. This is a good one. First one dream location in state and out of state to hunt whitetail. Dream location in and out of state to hunt whitetail. Mike, North. You, go, you go first. Definitely going northern counties. <sighs> I couldn't tell you a county. Probably be, I mean, I'm most familiar with Lynn County. Out of state, my dream, I mean, I feel like maybe Iowa. I don't know. Oh, he says whitetail. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah, Iowa, yeah. maybe. I'd also, I, whitetail specific? White, he, he said whitetail. I'd also like to kind of go, I'd like to go Montana on whitetail. Montana? Montana. I, th- I just think that would be badass to go out there in the mountains and shoot whitetail so one of those iowa montana somewhere over there nice andy what you got in state best place in state wherever the 250 inch is i mean that's just hard (laughs) i mean um 
anywhere I can get about 500 acres with nobody else around me. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> you know, uh, I really like the place I have to hunt. I just wish that uh, I had less people that was... Uh, right. I mean, not, everybody's doing their own thing. Nothing against those people, but... Hunter I, density is I high. Ideally, you leave me alone. And that, that my area... My area, no people. My precious. Yeah. What about out of state? Out of state, I mean, I just feel like the obvious answer is Iowa. But at the same time, there's so many good places, like Kentucky. I like like Kentucky, yeah, Wisconsin, you, mm, yeah, Michigan. Get in on that early hunt. Get I one like, in velvet. That'd mm-hmm. be cool. I think some of those other ones are. There's so many. I, I don't know. There's a lot of good states out there for whitetail. Uh, yes, yeah. I feel like Iowa's. The, Iowa and Kansas are like two obvious answers. Illinois, I think, has kind of seen a downturn probably in like monster Have bucks. They? But and I I, that's just my observation. Yeah. In the last let's say five to ten years. But I think Kansas and Iowa probably had to pick Gundam ahead had to pick Iowa. Okay. That's a good one. Uh in state for me, I, c- I would like to Y'all know where Washington is? Mm-hmm. Missouri? Like, that area of Missouri has got beautiful, big, rolling hills and just a lot of, like, timber and makes you feel like you're somewhere else than where we live in the state. Mm-hmm. kind of feel like I'd like to go there and just, you know, do it different, you know. Um, so, maybe, like, south of St. Louis because yeah. there's some big-ass deer there. But I don't know if it's a dream. It's just it'd be cool. And then out of state, hunting public – this year I was watching, and Greg was um, – they moved to South Dakota. I don't I know if you know that. I want to change my out-of-state answer. Go to ahead. what I'm saying? Nope. Okay. So Greg moved to South Dakota, mm-hmm. I believe, and he's hunting whitetail in South Dakota. And if you watch the videos, that looks cool as hell. So yeah. I'm going to say South Dakota, wherever the hell Greg is. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. Hunting them out. You know, it's like – it's mountainous, but not huge mountains. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you're hunting them in pines and – I mean, I know I'm sure they're not giant whitetail there, but yeah, the obvious answer is Iowa. Right. But I don't have any points for Iowa, so it's going to be at least five years before I. I mean, I need to start buying points if we're ever going to hunt that state. Right. But there's my obvious answer. What do you change in years to? Well, I thought of two things. Either Canada. Ooh, that'd be cool. Them big ass body deer. Chocolate rack yep. ones. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They weigh Dang. about 350 pounds. Yep. Or Pike County, Illinois. Ten years ago, Ooh. or Pike County, Missouri, ten years ago. Yeah, yep. either one. They're Same right there. One. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say Pike County because it's beautiful, mm-hmm. but yeah, I've heard it's kind of not like, as good as it used like, to be. Can like you see those pictures, like those big white tails and like a little bit snow cover, and they're just these massive brutes. Yeah, I mean, just, just massive fatties. deer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then Troy's other question: How does Huntworth compare to other camo companies you have had? To me, it's the best camo I've had. I always ran. I was, I mean, I've always been pretty budget-minded. Walmart special. Yeah, I, yeah. I had a lot of Walmart special. At one point, I ran uh, Redhead yeah. there for a bit. I mean, it was okay, but as far as the quality and what you get out of what you're getting, Huntworth by far. Yeah. I'm not going to say nothing about other. I'm not going to name names, but I... Probably out of the three of us, I don't, Andy, I don't know, maybe. I was more of a gearhead as far as clothes go for a while. Like, I, I owned a, all kinds of brands. King, Sika, Predator, 
um, first light. I mean, just all kinds of different, maybe not first light. Who am I thinking of? Anyway, I've owned a bunch of brands <laughs> of camo, right? Mm-hmm. And not saying anything about any of those ones, Huntworth compares to all of it. All of it, it has never not That's performed for me. It has never not done what I've needed it to do, whether it's out west, here at home. It has done everything we need. Right. So, to me, it, it runs right up there. And then when you put its price compared to some other companies out yeah. there, it's a no-brainer, in my opinion. But that's just me. We are partnered with them, so it is what it is. But um, that's my that's my answer. What about you, Andy? I would say, I mean, I had you know a bunch, a bunch of different stuff before Huntworth as well. The red, I ran Redhead for a while, and then I started getting when we started going elk hunting. I started running Predator Kings stuff like that, and Huntworth I feel like just offers that versatility. For everything I hunt, yep. Um, you know, from turkey season in the spring here to uh, late coyote season um, in March, you know, there's they, they cover everything, and that's what I think has set them apart for me. Is before I felt like to get what I wanted, I might have to mix and match some companies, maybe. And I, I'm sure there's, I know some of those companies have went farther since I started using Huntworth. Like Kings has a crap ton of stuff. Oh yeah, Kings is great. I mean, I'll be honest. Like I all always those like companies my are King still stuff. good. I yeah. mean, I'm not. Yeah, like you said, not talk bad about any of those other companies. Um, but I felt like Huntworth. I could it was a one stop shop. I had my gloves, my hats, my gaiters, and then again every pants, every coat for any for early season, all the way to late season, yep. and the, that versatility and the options they had, um, to me, set them apart. Yeah, and then their camo patterns. Like I'm a fan of digital camo, so mm-hmm. I lean towards more towards the disruption pattern. But then that tarnin, I've always been a tarnin guy. Well, and it really grew on me like real quick. Mm-hmm. And I've got a bunch of tarnin too, and I'll wear them both. It's kind of cool to have you know two different options, I guess. But yeah, um, and yeah, we're partnered with them. But I'm gonna tell you this: we wouldn't be partnered with them if we didn't like them. Yeah, because <laughs> we've been partnered with them now for three years. Yep. And, uh, well, I, I guess not quite three years. Two and a half. We've re-upped two. with them twice now. Yep. And I guarantee you, we wouldn't do that if we didn't like their stuff because we wear it. I mean, Absolutely. you're not going to see us hunting wearing something else. So if I didn't like the stuff, I, I'd be sitting there going, well, I've never had, I've never had their war- their cold season stuff like theirs. Like, I, did, I never had those big jackets hunting jackets and stuff i would wear yeah. you know when i went cold cold i'd start wearing my carhartt stuff honestly before yeah. um the coldest you know work gear i could get yep your bibs and, and your their their heat boost changed the game for me hunting mm-hmm. yeah agreed so that was a good question troy um you know try it out and use that code mww15 yep uh good to hear from you troy man all right uh next one Brady Stockman. Oh, God, this is going to be – I didn't even – I forgot about this one. Brady Stockman, what is everyone's top three bucket list hunts? I can think of one off the top of my head. I want to go on a wolf hunt. You dick. I mean, you can pick the same thing. Okay. I want to go on a wolf hunt. I want to go on an elk hunt where I kill one. <laughs> <laughs> You're in the wrong group. I know, right? 
And whew, third one, probably bear. Okay. Yeah. Nice. I, I like that one. All right. So I want want to also go. Actually, can I change mine? You haven't sent them yet, so yeah. yeah bucket you, bucket list. I mean, you haven't. I want to go on a Western coyote tour. Okay. Western just Western states coyotes. I want to hunt red stag in in New Zealand. Oh, that's a good one. Or Argentina. I don't give a shit where. Just one of those two places. And what would my third one be? Probably like elk in a premium New Mexico or Arizona unit, which will never happen in my lifetime. But it says dream. Right. right. What so, you got, Andy? Wolf hunt is definitely on my bucket list. Kind of actually looked into it a little bit uh, in Idaho. Just Wyoming, man. You don't even have to like have a tag, I think, or somebody yeah. was telling me. I haven't looked into I it. I haven't looked into Wyoming, but uh, there's some Facebook groups and stuff I've kind of dabbled in just to see what you know what it takes. What it takes. Um, that'd be number one. I think then I'm, I'm sound like a broken record again, but I think second for me would probably be Wolf Hunt one. Second would be probably a premium elk <clears throat> elk hunt where you're into you know. Uh, multiple bugling bulls. No pressure. Um, I, I honestly don't care what state. I, I want the bugling bulls to chase chase the bugles. Bugling Work bulls and no pressure. That's what you want. Yeah. I guess I could I agree with you on that. too much. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, just to go be able to work a bull. The opportunity to actually get to call one in. They come in. Right. right that interaction between them. Yep. Um, and then probably... I want to go hunt like those, uh, I don't know if it's going to be Texas, New Mexico, Arizona, something like that. Like a bigger desert area coyote hunt. That'd be western cool. hunt. You just come with me on oh, my yeah, western yeah. hunt. Right. Like you a know? western hunt. That one's like south, though. Southwest, south, I think. It's still because t- it's part of west, southwest, right? Right. So Texas, we can put it in there. Yeah. We can start in Texas, go up to New Mexico, Arizona, Jump up to Idaho, over to the Dakotas, Wyoming. I don't know how I'm doing this, but it sounds fun as <laughs> shit. Nebraska. Nebraska. Even Kansas. Iowa. Like, Can't you do it in you Iowa? can stretch it out. Right. I want to stretch it out and see these things coming. I want to be gone ways. for like three weeks, man. Yeah. Like, I'm going to be gone for a while. Okay. I We've talked about doing it. Leaving next week. So when we go elk hunting in Colorado, it's archery season. It's legal to coyote hunt there. Mm-hmm. We've brought our stuff before. We've called one time. And, we and, we, feel, and we got there late. We got there late. Yeah. It wasn't it wasn't wasn't our best effort. Um but we feel kind of guilty doing it because there are other people out there archery elk hunting. And, and you start right we, blasting we, a call through the blasting a call and potentially shooting a gun during archery season up in the mountains. I'm sure we're worried too much about it. It's public land, people can do what they want. But at the same time, in the back of our minds, we'd be kind of pissy at somebody doing the same thing in the middle of where we're hunting. Right. So we've kind of refrained from it. I don't know. I, I, I Every year I say, oh, I'm going to do it this year. But every year I start going, eh, well, like going last to year we didn't, we didn't take rifles. Right. I was just like, nah, I want to I focus on elk, mm-hmm. which really worked out for me. I think I'm going to start doing what Caller does. He goes out with Deweese. They go elk hunting, and he just goes and kills coyotes. Mm-hmm. Yep. But I'm pretty sure they go during rifle season. They're in so later little, rifle season. So a little different. Yeah. Good question, Brady. Um, do, 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 do. Okay, this is – so first off, this question is from the O2 podcast. Guys, I want to first say hello 
Andrew and Paul. What up? But secondly, this is one of the dumbest ass questions anybody could ever ask because the answer is obvious. But the question is, I'll still ask it. Who would win in a street fight, Sub-Zero or Chuck Norris? Chuck, Chuck Norris. Norris. Are you fucking stupid? Chuck it, Norris. It was Sub-Zero all day long, and you know it. Chuck, Chuck Norris. Norris. Sub-Zero freezes people. He would people. roundhouse the ice out of that Chuck Norris is 87 years old, first off. Sub-Zero is immortal. Immortal. Age is just a number to Chuck. Chuck no, you are dumb. Chuck Norris was having sex in a semi one time. <laughs> and a drop of his semen <laughs> fell onto the truck. That truck is now Optimus Prime. <laughs> you don't know that? <laughs> what? You never heard that one? That's a good one. No, I haven't. Remember not. when all those Chuck <laughs> Norris <laughs> off? That was like a trend there for a we while. We might have to pause this. <laughs> like the new, hey, Nick, 20... 20 to 23, it might be the responsibility to have a Chuck Norris joke <laughs> every episode. I might take you up Chuck on that Norris was having... <laughs> uh, See, Whitetail Experience, they're smart. Sub-Zero for sure. That was their answer. No. There's no way. It's Chuck Norris, man. Or, Nobody beats Chuck Norris. Have you guys Norris. ever seen Sub-Zero fight? He th- he spits ice out of his hands. In a controlled fighting environment. And then he freaking fatalities people. Like he rips their freaking skulls out. He said street fight. He fights in an arena. He's fighting to the death. That's pr- it's not an arena. It's a it's a realm. First off, it's not an arena. It's an it's a nether realm. Chuck Norris would piss his pants in Mortal Kombat. He'd take lo- one look at a, a dude like Baraka and shit himself okay. and roundhouse okay. the teeth out of his mouth. In, in, in Mortal Kombat, who's the who's the one that wins every time? It depends. Okay, but I'm just the, saying, but like with the movies. Sub Zero is my I'm favorite talking, character. I'm, I'm talking about the movies, right? It's always a mortal guy that wins, correct? No, not always. Mm. Not always. What movie in Mortal Kombat has the mortal? Mike is on to something here. Not one. I can think of sometimes. It, like at that very end, sometimes the mortal usually comes. You know, the good guy all, wins. Yeah, the good guy. But Chuck Norris, but what it's, is the but good it's guy? Usually, because they're assisted by Sub Zero or Raiden, those are more immortals. Chuck Norris, don't question me on my freaking knowledge. Of don't question Street me about fighters. Chuck Norris. Okay, Chuck Norris or Jean Claude Van Damme in Bloodsport. Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris or Jesus. Draw. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Same person. Answer. Michael refuses to answer the I'm question. I'm getting religious. <laughs> Debate. Uh, think so too for starting a fight. That was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> the truck is now Optimus Prime. Uh, all right, what's the next one? Brian Hurt. Is it too late to plan on doing it? Oh, so we're talking about our show tonight, and he, he says, "Is it too late to plan on doing it around an effing campfire after a few drinks? Everyone living their best lives, and Nate is shitting bricks." <laughs> well, first off, Brian. You'd be shitting bricks, too, if there was several thousands dollars of equipment about to go up in flames. Micah's drunk ass. <laughs> Micah's drunk ass running around trying to ruin all the equipment. There was not one situation where any of the equipment was in danger. Oh, seriously? Besides how would you? First off, how would you remember? About three-fourths of the I way through that anything. bottle of Rittenhouse, it might have been. <laughs> <laughs> that was a lot of whiskey. <laughs> and you drank a good portion of it. A little bit, yeah. At altitude. Little, at a little bit. 
Just a little bit. Went a little hard in the paint. Can, there. can I tell? Can I tell our listeners a secret about that episode? I threw up. Yeah, in the middle of the episode, Micah hurled. <laughs> oh, I definitely did. Yeah. Nobody could hear it because you were smart and walked Pretty sure away. Fell asleep yeah. one time too. But what was hilarious is you went and walked away, and you leaned up against this stump, just so like softly, <laughs> and then just. <laughs> I drink a lot of whiskey, man. I don't know what to tell you. But there's the there's the secret of the campfire show. Yeah, I drink a lot of whiskey. Just imagine Micah puking somewhere in that show, because it happened. Brandon Fricky, Frick. Sorry if I said that wrong. What was the final number of coyotes you guys killed last year by your group of guys? Do you plan on starting your own tournament? Question mark. And will there be more merchandise coming out in twenty three? Merchandise, yes. Merchandise for sure. Do we plan on starting our own tournament? I'll answer for myself. As long as I have anything to say about it, we will never do a tournament. Me and Andy would like to do something. I have an idea. I'll talk to you later. There we go. So it might have our name on it. I will not have anything to do with it. Yeah. I do not want to do a tournament. I don't want to deal with the headache. The people who put tournaments on are better than me. I don't want to mess with it. Uh, what was the final number of coyotes killed this year by your group of guys? No clue. Yeah, I don't like know. if we're talking about us three and Austin and Pat. Russell. Russell. Russell's sneaky. You don't know how many he's actually killed. He is. He's what? Sneaky. You don't know how many he's actually sneaky. killed. Um, uh, so 100? I'd say probably pushing 100. Somewhere in there. Between all four or five of us. Can we have Calder and Brent, Cody too? Yeah, we can't have those guys in there because 200. he's our buddy Calder. Yeah, but I don't know if that's the question he was asking. Your group of guys. I mean, I guess. Okay. You put those guys in there. I mean, they probably killed. Brandon, them. we really don't know. I don't keep track. I honestly. At yeah. one point in time, I was in the like late thirties. Yeah, I know Austin. Uh, at one point in time, was he was up to keeping f- close to he fifty. Had, right? He had forty-two, and the speaker went out on his call. Yeah, we um, talked. About and that it. was from November to November. And he was putting tick marks. All right. I just, I and, literally have never counted. And to be truthful, some of my thirty are the same as it. My so I was counting the number of coyotes. I was on stand for and that were killed, died. right? Whether I called them in, shot them, whatever it was, what were the ones that I was on stand for, right? Yeah. And so a lot of the ones for Austin. So there's at least forty two from Austin. I know, uh, probably, probably fifty by this time, honestly, because uh, that was in November. He's killed a few since then. Um, you guys are probably in that same ballpark in the forties. Collectively, no, probably not that many. I re- yeah, I don't know. We killed more during you night. Said, I said you guys did more night hunting we, than we did quite a bit of night hunting. Yeah, killed quite a few, but I, I I don't know. Y'all too seriously want to do a tournament? No, I have an idea. Well, you, that's what the question off, was. Do you plan on starting your own no. tournament? And the answer is no. It's nice. All fair idea though. <laughs> All right. Uh, will there be merch? Oh, and we talk about merchandise. Yep. Yeah, we are going to do some stuff by this. Well, no, that's probably it. Won't be out by the time it airs. Or we won't have them by the time it airs, will we? Can we do a sneak peek? Can we give them a, a tease? I can even put the, the picture out. We have a new Coyote logo. Yep. On our t- alternative Coyote logo, I guess you'd call it. Yeah. Got some Alt hat. logo. Got some hats ordered. So Yeah. I'm hope We're hoping to have those hats soon. Depends what merch people are wanting. Hats, sure. Rest of it, maybe. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. We did, we did a, uh, to be honest with you, we did a... Uh, uh, what do you call it? A a run of 
hoodies and t-shirts and you know because a lot of people ask the same question and um nobody really i mean people they bought, them, they bought them but it wasn't but, you know it was like a two-week three-week store and i'm like man that's a lot of work just to sell like some stuff and we don't even like to make much money off of it. you know i mean it helps it's not it. about the money it's it's not about it it's just uh it's a lot of work just to you know do it so we're trying to think we're trying to figure out a way to do it where it's not as time consuming yeah flip question what what do people want okay yeah Tell us what you want. Yeah. That'd be good. Great information. Take some take some polls here. What tell us what type of merch you want, other than hats. Because those are easy. All right. Uh, thanks, Brandon. Next question, Caleb White. What do y'all believe was your biggest accomplishment in 2022? Any big plans for 23? And your most memorable moment of the year for the Missouri Woods and Water Crew? What was your biggest accomplishment of 22, Micah? Shoulder shooting that deer. We'll get into that one. <laughs> I know there's, there's a question coming oh. up about that one. <laughs> but, no, I have had more shooter bucks on my property this year than I ever had before. And I don't know if it's because – You did a lot some, more land management this year. I did more land management this year. And I don't – I'm a, some I'm attributing it to that. But I, have, I haven't been able to kill any of them. But, by God, they're there. <laughs> um. Andy, what is your biggest accomplishment in 22? Biggest accomplishment of 22. Like hunting, right? Or specifically uh, I mean, hunting? it doesn't say specifically hunting. You can't use Camden being born as your biggest accomplishment. You might want to save that one. I was asking for combining this well, with you, another question. You might want to save that one for another question. Okay, yeah. so hunting, biggest hunting accomplishment of Because that's an easy answer two. for that one. Man. Uh... My turkey I killed, I guess. I don't know. Right, yeah. It's yeah, because I, I haven't I haven't killed very many turkeys, to be truthful. I think that, that is my second uh First time. one in a while. Yeah. yeah. That's my second time I've ever killed. And so uh that's a pretty good hunting accomplishment. That's a good one. What about you, bro? I I would say well, it's not even me, but Chase killed his first deer yeah. this year. That's a good one. That would be also my biggest accomplishment because I'm his daddy and <laughs> it is the second, like one of the second most c- cool hunting days of my life. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Watching him do that. Andy got to be there for it too. That, and, that was uh, a blast. I mean, just watching kids night. get that experience. Yeah, it was a great night. And I haven't killed a deer yet either. So <laughs> <laughs> it was, it's easy to use that. But um, yeah, definitely chase. Um, do you, any big plans for 23? I mean, big plans? No. No, gonna, I mean, I plan on doing more habitat management. That's really, that's all I really got planned. Uh, for the next few weeks, I would really like to get out to um, some, there's a piece of public that I really want to go hunting in, and I need to do it while there's snow on the ground. I think that'd be a really good idea and just kind of help see the movement. It's not that it's not that far away from my house, and I just I think I just want to go. Yeah, I need to do it. Um, that's not a huge plan, but it's a plan. And um, I don't know. I mean, big plans. Nothing really. I mean, just plan on going elk hunting probably again. Would like to do more coyote hunting hunting than I did last year, which is 
going to be difficult, but I'd like to. Right. Uh, here's a big plan. Get my freaking suppressor. How about that? There you go. There's a big plan for 23. That'd be great. And will there, Andy, did you answer the question? Um, I would like to do a, a thermal coyote hunt this year. I haven't done a thermal tournament. I want to do one of those. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That uh, would be fun. I'd like to do that. Be. And then I was actually fortunate enough to purchase the piece of land that I hunt on, so I'd like to do some more uh, specific hunting improvements. Yeah, because now you can do whatever you want. For the most part. I yeah. mean, within reason, of course. Right. But, uh, what's the most memorable moment for us, the Missouri Woods and Rider crew? Definitely the Campfire Podcast. Was that pretty awesome for that, you? That was pretty good. It was pretty terrifying for me. <laughs> I mean, for, for for us in general, that was one of the funnest ones I think we've done. Man, i got to really think about this. Just for us as a crew, like what was my most memorable moment? Hmm. Because we do like so much together, if you think about it. I feel like for Nate, it was being on Working Class bow hunter. Well, we weren't or having working. them on then on our I was, show. I was, I was literally about to answer yeah. that. I think having Working Class or Zach Farinball. Yeah. That's a good one. I'm upset. Like, I'm going to ask you guys a question about our favorite show here at some point, so I don't want to give it away, but I don't know. that For me, Working Class, it was cool to have them on because they were the, like they're OGs in the podcast world, and it's it was cool to have them on. Yeah. That was a big moment for me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thanks, Caleb. Skylar Jorgensen, why is Micah against full zip hoodies? Yeah. Because they're not hoodies. Yeah, they are. They it's just a jacket. Full zip. It's a jacket. Oh, really? Is there a hood on it? It's just a jacket with a hood. It's a full zip hoodie. It's stupid. Maybe you need to talk to our folks at Black Ovis because they got full zip hoodies. A lot of people have Don't you complain to Marcus about it? I'm not going to complain. I'm just not going <laughs> to buy one. <laughs> And I'm not gonna and I'm not gonna make merchandise out of them. Oh, we're 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 getting a full zip hoodie. Yes, we are. We're gonna do it now. No, we're not. Skyler, I don't know why Mike is un-American. It's just how he is. Are you too lazy? You can't put on an extra. It's just like putting on a shirt. Why you gotta yeah, have a wait, zipper? Wait a minute. Laziness, I think, would be just pulling the shirt over your head. Yeah. The effort it takes to unzip and zip it. Is more effort than just pulling it over. Look, I could argue. If that. it look, if it's hoodie weather, and I would I would argue that right now is hoodie weather. Right, all three of us are wearing one. Right, right. Now. I mean, I think we're past hoodie weather at this point. Hoodie sure. weather to me is you know fifties. You're not taking that bitch off. Why do you need a zipper? You might take it off. When? I what mean, if you get hot. Okay, so you take the hoodie off. It's it a just, lot easier to take it off if you just unzip it. No. I don't like it. <laughs> what if you need airflow? What are you, you doing that you need airflow? Working. Walking. I don't know. Maybe the sun, come, thing maybe the sun comes out while you're at a softball game or a baseball game and it gets a little warm. The pockets suck on them. Okay. You don't get the full. You can't get in there. You can't cross your fingers. Just because you Let's, can't have a thumb war fight in there. I'm just saying they're dumb. You just sound like a <laughs> hater. Thanks, Skyler. Mike is all pissed off now. Skyler's a dick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's a good buddy of mine. Yeah, he's, he's a good guy. Disclaimer. <laughs> yeah. uh, from my sister, your wife. Hey, baby. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> Best non-podcasting, non-hunting memory accomplishment of 2022. 
She would ask that question. I like Andy's got an easy. Mine's out. pretty easy. She go ahead and answer it. My son Camden, born on my birthday. Yeah. There you go. That was easy. She gave me this to read so that I could answer it. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> my favorite accomplishment that was not hunting related this year was, was spending time with I, my I like to, to shit. What's that word? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I don't know. Probably we had a really good time going on vacation down to the beach as a family. Took the whole family. That's the first time we've been on like a legit vacation in a while. So that was a lot of fun. Good. So that was probably one of that. What about you there, Nate Dog? I don't really know. <laughs> you guys are so freaking busy all the time. I'm sure you got some I'm pretty proud of my daughter. Made varsity in both softball and basketball as a freshman. It's a pretty good accomplishment. So I'm proud of her for that. Proud of my sons for what they're doing in sports. I mean, that seems like like all of my personal life is revolves around the kids and their sports now. And if I can get them away to hunt, that's like a win for me. So personally, I guess, you know, my daughter, um, it's pretty cool. My son made a basketball team that is coached by um, an ex-Mizzou All-American who was a guy I loved watching play back in the day, Ricky Paulding. So it's pretty awesome that my son made his team. So I'm proud of him for that. But I'm married another year. How about that? That's probably your best accomplishment. My wife put, another one. We celebrated, me and your sister, we celebrated our 10 years this last year. Congrats. Or, you know, this year. 10 worst years of my life. But, yeah, you decided to go in business with me. Right. <laughs> Three years, worst years of my life. <laughs> uh, good question, sis. I like how she made sure it was, like, non-hunting related, too. Yeah. Made us. Mm-hmm. This is probably the hardest question any of us is going to answer tonight. I want her to come on the show. She would do it 100%. And you say Kate would do it? If there was enough wine involved. See, I, Becca will not. I guarantee you she wouldn't do it. I'm almost, I'm almost positive. Even my, if there was wine. If you told my wife, you got a bottle of wine, put this on, let's just start talking shit. The, see, that's what worries me. They would talk mad oh, shit. Oh, it would be an entire shit talking against us. We would us. just get our asses handed Chewed. to us yeah. for I'm an that. hour. I'd let them. I'd, I'd, I'd do it in a heartbeat. Let them have at it. We'll just have Amy on then. I would think that too because I don't think she has that much shit on me. (laughs) I would think that she would do better with another female present. To be honest, if she do by herself, I have have Allison's wife also. Then how about that? There we go. We'll just leave Kate. That would yeah. Leave Kate and back out of it. I don't know. We'd have to really like. I think we'd have to beg Kate and Becca to come on. I just feel like we would. If I told her, do you I think would watch Kate would kids, talk a lot? That bottle of wine, she will. I, I could, I could see Becca just literally just saying nothing the entire show. You, well, to, you told just my like wife I would watch the kids for the evening. Here's a bottle of wine. All you got to do is put on this headset. Put on this headset and give us your opinion of our podcast and our hunting. Talk shit on us. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So you don't even want us to be there? You just want them to do it? Let them have it. Oh, not a not a chance in no hell. No way. Let them have it. You're crazy. Not a chance. She wouldn't be on it with me on it. She you know, would. She, think so? The only way, only way my wife would do it is if it was just the women on the podcast. I wouldn't trust. And we him. were not there. I wouldn't trust him. That's a big ask. Yeah. I'm just saying. You said if they would come on, that's the only way they would do it. They'd not. Kate would not come on the podcast 
If it was like us with, you, like with us, all six us of three us? and then three. Right, no. Really? I don't think she would. See, Amy would. I, I, I don't think Becca would. Okay, well. Next question. You want me to call her down here and ask her? I'm pretty sure she's told us no before. Because yeah. I asked last time that got brought up. Uh, all right. Uh, Will Judson. What What's up, up Will? Will? Hey, buddy. What's a piece of gear you, you want for elk hunting and what's one you could do without? I know the one I could do without. Piece, piece of, of gear that I want. And one that you could do without. I could do without trekking poles. That was going to be. They literally stay at camp every time. I don't take I, take I, I never take mine. It's because you never kill it. I mean. <laughs> I, I packed I, meat out. I was very fortunate whenever I packed uh, Pat's out that year. I was glad that Russell gave me his. Yeah, I, I I packed meat out without him. And I, I was like, I, I mean, I guess they'd be cool, but. Is that necessary? I don't know. I think, but I think that's other stuff I take. That's the number one thing I can get I'm rid so of. So low to the ground already. Like, <laughs> do I really need them? I honestly, I can't think off the top of my head of something that I need. What about something you could do without? I said trekking poles. I don't carry. There's a lot poles. of people. I've gone pretty minimum. Whenever I do go, I I I really can't think of anything that I don't. That I could get rid of. What about something you want? An elk in front of me? That's about it. It's <laughs> a piece of gear. I would, uh, I'd say a piece of gear, which I have one. I just hadn't had the chance to use it. But, like, we've never really spike camped. Like, we have a base camp and we work from that the entire time. Right. So I think, like... Uh, and I, I have it. I just haven't got a chance to use it yet. But uh, but a uh, like a small tent, spike tent, to be able to, you know. If you're talking which, that, which I have. Yes. If you're talking that, yes, I need a tent. Yeah. You don't have a one-person tent? I thought you got one. Mm-mm. I got one from our buddies at Alps Outdoors. Alps, I have my yeah. Alps. Uh, mine's a two-man. Just because so I'm pretty sure I take up enough space. Yeah, for two. you're a decently sized individual. But uh, I mean, I was I would say like a bigger pack, but I literally just got that new uh, the Elite. elite. I yeah. think that's checked off the list. Yeah. 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 What, what do I, something I want. Man, I like, I don't know that. I'm sure there's something out water, there. I pretty much think of water it. filtration device. I don't have one of those yet. Yeah. That's a good one too. Don't have one. See, because I have, if I, I have do a go, sore squeeze. If I do. <laughs> yeah. But if I've I never go, used it. If I do go spike camp, water would be the biggest, you know, yeah. issue there. And so I, I don't have a, a filtration device for water. I need to do that. Yeah. Let's see. I got one of those too. Uh, pretty much everything I would need for elk hunting, I have it now. I've either bought it, like planning on spike camping, because we've talked about it this this last year especially. So I've got a jet boil. I've got the dry food. I don't have a jet boil either. That's another thing I would. There you go. The list. I've got the Sawyer Squeeze water filtration system now. I've got everything I would need. So I'm not really sure what I would want. I've got the, that stupid Garmin thing. Um, I'm with Micah. <clears throat> Micah, though. Elk in front of me. Yeah. yeah. That's a piece of equipment I want. I'll right make there. it work. <laughs> <laughs> Good question. Let's see. Next one. Oklahoma Outdoors Podcast. John. What up, John? What's up, buddy? Here's a question. Should Missouri residents be able to hunt hogs anywhere, anyway? Yes. I don't have enough information or enough 
I don't have enough knowledge on the subject to know if what the conservation is doing is the right way or the wrong way. I'm, so I can't, and I don't have hogs where I hunt. We are not down south. I don't know what the situation is down there, so I can't answer that question. I I want to talk. I'm going to talk for our southern brothers down south of Missouri. I would think if you walked up to someone down in the south that has a hog issue in their area they would like to be able to kill a hog anytime they want without problems so and i I, i'm gonna say yes i want to be pretty sure that as long as it's on private ground you can i think it's just public that you public ground is the only place in missouri i think you cannot shoot i just understand like kill the fuckers well like be gone so from my understanding and i i don't say i agree with it but i understand the logic behind it the traps not only the traps, but yes, the, the traps. But if you have a group of hogs and you shoot one, the rest of them run off. You've dispersed that herd. Is that what they're... Are they called a herd? I'm not sure. I don't know. Is that what they're called? Sure. Why not? Whatever. Yeah. An, or, an orgy of they're, pigs? If, I don't think so. That's a, they, no? no? Okay. They, you've dispersed that group and then they claim that that creates more groups by you know get separating those. The traps in the beginning, and this is just personal opinion and a little bit of research I've done on it, the traps in the beginning weren't big enough. So they were essentially doing the same thing. They were only catching a handful of the group and the rest of them dispersing and magnifying it. If I'm not mistaken, I'm speaking completely in generalization of things I've heard, and it could be wrong. They have actually made the traps a little bigger and are revised those to catch a bigger. Doing a lot better. I, I think so. Private ground, I think you do whatever you want. It's private ground. Yeah, outside of like dynamite, because it's yeah, private ground. Way. Do what you want. I mean, uh, yeah, sure. I, it's, it's, it I guess it's you. a loaded question, yeah. but I feel like they just want them dead. So yeah, let them let them shoot them. Hope we don't have that issue. I can tell you that much. I don't. Think I need them to shoot them down there so they don't come up here. Yeah, I think. I think my answer would be yeah. If I want to go on public land, it is public land. I want to be able to shoot them. I want to be able to kill them. Um, and I don't think the traps are, you know, 100% either, so neither is shooting all of them. So maybe traps plus shooting all of them get them done. Yep. I don't know. Uh, another question from our buddy Nick Otto at the Hunter Vore. If you could get a mulligan opportunity, what hunt would you change from this year? Just this year? Yep, from just this year. Andy, I know. you go first. It's going to end up being the exact same one for Micah. I would have stopped five steps sooner on the last day in Colorado. We had a bull coming into us, walking straight at us, and I think we seen each other moving at the last second. If we had stopped five, I mean, literally five steps sooner, which we weren't moving more than five steps, really. We would walk just a little bit and stop, look around, we had a bull working right into us, came in at 30 yards, but it, it seen us, we seen it, it froze behind a group of trees. I just think if we had, yeah. If you give me back that one minute of time, that would be it. Because I think one of us three that were on that mountain that day had a shot at him. I feel like Micah's answer is going to be different than yours. It probably is, but. It is. Okay. Andy, go, or Nathan, go ahead. No, you go ahead. We haven't talked about it on the show, but. You're about to. Yeah. When was that? First part of December? 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or was it later November? I'll say it was two weeks ago, three weeks ago. No, it was longer than that. When but the hell was that? Anyways, so a few weeks ago, I actually arrowed a deer. With antlers. With antlers. A buck. It was right at last light. I think I had five, six minutes left of legal shooting light. So when you're in the timber, this definitely gets a little darker sooner. But I've had the, I've been patterning this one deer. I call him the wide eight because he's wide and he's an eight pointer. Like we get name? we get it. <laughs> Pretty sweet name, right? But anyway, so I I've had this guy on camera. So I I finally had the opportunity to go after him. When I, I was hunting, like I said, getting late, he was always running with this little forked horn deer. I had that deer. Did you just say forked? Forkhorn? Two? Yeah, forkhorn. I thought you forked. said forked horned. Yeah, he's forked. Forked. Forkhorn. Forkhorn. Whatever. Forked horned. Anyways, <laughs> so I'm sitting over my plot. That's where he's been transitioning through, getting him on the cameras. The forkhorn runs through. I'm like, okay. So I grab my bow. I'm pretty confident. And it was the most quiet night I've ever hunted in the woods. You could hear literally everything, and yourself included. You were ext- – I mean, I was just being – it was hard to be quiet. So I was stood up the whole time, and he walks through. I know the range. It's 45 yards. What I thought to be the wide eight walks out, stops 45 yards, you know, I don't know. It, it was seconds. I had my bow in my hand. I draw back. I already had my pin dialed. Release the arrow. Looking back, I probably nicked a limb. I don't know that for a fact just because of heat of the moment. But as soon as it hit, whap, I heard that. I'm like, ooh, It sounded just directly on bone. So give it some time. Talk to you guys. Talk with, with Pat, too get down i found the knock off my arrow but i didn't find the arrow yet so didn't i looked for you know five ten yards didn't see any blood so i backed out you guys came out there with me probably about what three hours yeah three four hours later we were going to give it time either way we get out there and we get the flashlights out we found my arrow and i literally yeah i literally had the only penetration I had was just the broadhead. So the broadhead hit directly on his shoulder. Boom. He's gone. We look I mean, we still did our due diligence. We looked yeah, we, around, we, we scared, we couldn't find any blood. There was nothing on the arrow. So I'm pretty confident. Well, he showed back up. He showed he's still alive. Yeah. I mean, he showed back up on camera, but I wish I would have took that arrow back. And it ended up being a different deer anyways. It was still a big deer. Uh, it was one that I, he's not as consistent on camera. But in all honesty, he probably needs another year to really meet his full potential. Damn good deer. Damn good deer. Don't get An me wrong. ominous part of that night was when me, Pat, and Andy were driving to come help you. Yeah. We got about, what, a mile from – we turned off onto probably. the gravel road to come yep, probably to your mile. farm. And as soon as we turn on the gravel road, we see a buck – crossing the road the gravel road limping yeah and we look at each other like oh god which which to in, be th- in three hours definitely could have been him. a mile and a half is not far for a buck mm-hmm. to go right especially one that just got shot 
I have a lot of three-legged deer around my property. <laughs> like not by your doing, not, not by, by doing. mine, yeah, not by mine. But there are three-legged deer around. That was almost like a, a bad omen. Yeah. Type so of, we're like, I, oh no. And he was he was walking away from your property. Like, right. Right. And, but uh, the one I shot, he showed back up on camera. You can see where I hit. I hit way front, like right there on the was the scapula. Mm-hmm. Hit straight in the scapula. So I mean, I was yeah. confident in the shot. I really was. So I'm thinking I either nicked it or it was just too dark to me get a great. Yeah, there at last light, a lot of those small branches disappear. You just lose them. Yeah. And, and, I mean, I knew I needed to clean up some of these branches anyways, but I thought he was in my lane perfectly. But, I mean, I felt good with the shot. Up and down, it was perfect. It was just too far forward. So I would take that shot back for sure. Put it a little further back or. Put it further back. You would, you would take back going bad i guess yeah how about that yeah 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 um honestly i've i don't know i mean colorado there's nothing to take back i saw one freaking elk the entire trip so like there's nothing no situation that went bad for me there other than just the entire thing and deer hunting this year i've passed on three or four bucks i wouldn't take that back i would continue to pass on them today the one thing i feel like i would change is the night i passed on that buck that we nicknamed holyfield i wish i made caden go with me that night yeah because he he wasn't feeling 100 percent that evening and that was an evening that the weather was supposed to change and it literally changed right when i got up into the tree stand it was perfect and if caden would have been with me i'd have let him shoot that deer so i guess like i wish i would have made him come with me that night he wasn't he wasn't yeah. like sick sick. He just he was don't know. A little puny and I'm like, ah, I don't want you to and I when I got home he was not he was fine. So I wish I would have been like, You're coming. Yeah. Yeah. That's really about it for me this year. I mean I just didn't I haven't had the shooters and that's fine. I've had shooters walk in front of me, I've made the decision to pass, and I would still make that decision tomorrow if they walked in front of me. So I'm fine with that. Yeah. It yep. is what it is. That's a good question, though. That elk one's going to, though. I kind of forgot Starting about that. You. That's a good bring, question. Thanks for bringing that back up, Andy. Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate it. Um, Pennsylvania Woodsman Podcast. Mitch, do you have a takeaway from 2022 season that will mold your goals or processes for 2023? That is a lot of thinking. You have a takeaway from season. I don't know, man. I think we're just gonna. Actually, I kind of do. Do you? Because my thought was, we're just gonna keep on trucking. Yeah, just keep on trucking. Try to bring you guys the best content we can. I would like to uh, put more opportunities in front of me moving forward if things don't go the way they have before. And mm-hmm. so, what I mean by that is, I'd like to do more public ground scouting than I have done in the past. And, you know, look for opportunities. Me personally, whitetail hunting this year, both the farms I hunt had weird-ass years for whatever reason with deer. There's nothing there. So I feel like I've kind of been out of the game all year. Um, Now, I've still hunted. So, like, doing better with being prepared on some public ground that's in our area would be something maybe I want to do next year. And 
Other than that, yeah, keep on keeping on, I guess. Yep. Andy? Um, you know, deer hunting-wise, same podcast-wise, then keep on keeping on. Just, you know, like Micah said, try to bring the best stuff we can. Um, hunting-wise, I think I finally realized a pattern on my farm of when my target deer start disappearing. I th- of course, you always think you know. Mm-hmm. I think I have an idea of where they're they're Go. going. Um, my plan this year, I'm going to take down every stand on that property, and I'm going to reset my setups and do it a little more strategically. Um, I have several stands. I probably have six, seven stands on that property. I want to put them in more effective places. Um, I'm bad about feeling like I need to see uh, super far instead of getting down in it and being where the deer are. It's a good one. It's nice. Thanks, Mitch. Um, Okay, Justin Hampton with Ozarks Traditions TV. Should Missouri start having a draw for out-of-state hunters during turkey season? Turkey season I'm not as educated on as whitetail, but... um, I would assume the tag is fairly cheap. I guess the tag is fairly cheap and apparently not a draw. Um, With turkey, I, I guess I could see the the positive to it because our population is suffering. Mm-hmm. Um, so that would be one way to limit the number of tags that are allotted out there. Um, but honestly, the only, the only thing I'd like to see the state do is make the out of state tags a little more expensive. I'm not talking about like a thousand dollars, but they're just cheap. I mean, I don't know about Turkey tags. I'm just talking about whitetail tags, to be honest with you. They're just so damn cheap that it's, just so easy to come into our state and you know hunt because it just doesn't cost anything and i don't know out of state if you're able to get like two toms like we can yeah i don't know if if I would so assume so if so I limited mean, if you, to one and i'm not against limiting limiting residents to one how many and can I, you get in the spring in the spring you get two spring you get two fall. there's stipulations to that but you, yeah you can only kill but, one in the first week and then you, you have to wait to kill your second one right after that in the fall, you can. Is it still two, or is it just one in the fall? I'm not a big fall hunter. I don't know. I know how we get tags think, with our deer tags. If you think about it, you have the potential to hunt possibly six turkeys in Missouri: two for the spring, two for archery, maybe two for fall. For I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Well, that's your archery tag. Your fall tag is your archery. Is it, or is it? Because you can kill turkey anytime during archery season. Yeah. Yeah, per- but, those but there's a tags. fall turkey season. There's a fall shotgun. Oh, shotgun. God, yes, there is. Yeah. And I don't know the regulations on it. I don't know if that all if that's legit. You can do that. Yeah, right. But it's a possibility. The, right. If you're a big turkey hunter, I mean, I yeah. can see why people yeah, I don't know. flock to our state. And I don't <laughs> know if, if I don't <laughs> – and I don't know if, like, turkeys are the same as whitetail. And why I said that about whitetail you is – You can get three buck tags, but you can only use two technically. Technically, Two yeah. in archery – one you know what i i guess my point is every state around us sands maybe arkansas i'm not sure how they do stuff kansas is a draw unit now or draw state for whitetail iowa is i don't freaking know about illinois it seems like all the the states considered for big bucks are limiting who can come in Mm -hmm. as far as draws and whatever and i just feel like missouri i'm like well if they're gonna do it to us why shouldn't we do it to them right you know type of deal and I'm not saying I want it to be a draw state for whitetail or turkeys, but at one point in time, like you, it was like it was cheaper to poach a deer here than it was to 
$265 for an out-of-state tag. That's turkey? Mm-hmm. That's more expensive than I thought it would be. Isn't that more expensive than the whitetail tag? No, that's what the whitetail is, too. Huh. Just, yeah, I don't know. It just... So, and then my third thing is open up raccoon season to all year long and anything. I don't understand it, why and, the hell yeah. they did that weird thing with raccoons. Oh, I'm sorry. The spring is $224. I think and also, you can't even hunt raccoons, like, during the winter. Right. Like, in, in the season, in by... It's just started, I think. Fall turkeys, $130. For out-of-state. For out-of-state. Two turkeys of either sex. Most Both may be taken on the same day. So you can get two turkeys with that. Raccoon. August 1st through October 15th and November 15th through February 28th. Okay, I guess that's not... But you and can't hunt. Just them, you can't hunt them with thermals, correct? No. Yeah, no, that's the what I thought. The only thing you can hunt with thermals is coyotes. coyotes. Yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah, that's a good question, Justin. So, should Missouri start having a draw for out-of-state hunters during turkey season? No. But maybe limit the number of tags or the number of toms take they can take. I don't know. Yeah. You know, I'm not a uh, biologist. All right, seventy-eight oh six Cummins. What do you think about more doe seasons opening up next year? I might be the unpopular person on this. I, I why do we have so many freaking firearm seasons at this point? I am. It just seems like there's it's a there's a firearm season all the damn time. I think we should get rid of late doe season. If and, you're going, we added early. one. Right. If you're going, if you're going to add that one, which I am for the early one. I like it. I like it being before the rut. I would rather manage my doe population prior to the rut. Yeah. Than after. It's just, I mean, you got early doe season, you got youth season, which is cool. Regular firearm season, alternative methods, like, and now another Second dose, dose like, season. Second doe season, yeah. It seems like there's always a firearm season going on now. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why we had to add one. That That's just me. I know I'm being a little bitch about it, but I don't understand why we're doing it. Nah. Well, I know why we're doing it. Because they want to reduce the population. I, I get, I know why they're doing Is that statewide? It, or is it just certain no, counties? I'm pretty sure it's statewide. A little, a little silly. So that's what I think about it, man. I don't – I just – okay, whatever. I mean, I'll do what is there, but – I'm tired of wearing orange when I'm bow hunting. <laughs> yeah, it's just like <laughs> shit. Huntworth needs to just make all their camo blaze of orange now. Apparently. Because it seems like you always need to be in orange. That's kind of my point. All right, um, Clint Barron, how can I join a drinking campfire with the boys <laughs> and a coyote hunt? Uh, you have to come to Colorado for that and spend about $1,500 <laughs> to not see an elk. Uh, and a coyote hunt? You just need to have about 1,000 acres. We'll come up there. We'll call. <laughs> we'll shoot. You can shoot. It'll be a good time. It'll be a good time. Yeah. <laughs> I like that one. What's up, Clint? Uh, Got all those. Oh, Ethan McCabe. (laughs) Here's another one. Do any friends get invited on some of the upcoming thermal hunts? Question mark? Yeah, I think we talked about that with uh, Jake Coolen. Yeah. There are just so many people. Like, it's hard to get. It's fun to go hunting with friends. I'm saying we don't take friends and wouldn't, wouldn't take friends. There's just so many people who want to. I think we can work it out with Ethan. Ethan probably is. He's, yeah. he's one of the ones I would take. 
Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it is like you want to hunt with a lot of people, right. but when, when push comes to sub, like we're not out hunting six nights a week. We're hunting right. during thermal season. Obviously you have two months essentially. And for me, I think you guys know this now, but they do, I don't know, but I'm a pretty like, I don't say spur of the moment, but like, I don't plan. Yeah, shit happens last second for you. I just, I just like, well, shit, I got this afternoon. I can do that. And that's, that's me too. And I'm gone. And Micah, I mean. I don't plan. Well, we can't. Right. Our lives are as such, especially mine, that I'm going to be doing something. So sometimes it's 930 and I'm like. I want to go hunting tonight, you know, and then we go, or we plan it that evening. Right. But, you know, luckily Ethan's a friend of ours, lives in the same area as us. We can make it happen when I'm, we could, we could definitely do some stuff. And we've got plans this year that we're planning on doing some different stuff um, with thermal season. Cause I bought a thermal. I'm going to use the shit of it. <laughs> um, it's a good question. And I think that's the last one. We got quite a few questions this year. Yeah, yeah that's pretty good. good. Um, thank you, everybody that submitted one. Yeah. Uh, also, thank you to all of our listeners and supporters over the past 140 episodes or whatever it's going to be. Um, you know, we've we've had a blast doing this show since we started it, and we had a blast in 2022, and planning on having a blast in 2023 honestly i mean i'm excited like me and micah andy's bitching out on us but me and micah are going to ata in a couple weeks i'm looking forward to that it's going to be fun um we're we're planning on you know continuing to to move forward i wasn't staying in your hotel room with one king bed (laughs) yeah that was weird bro (laughs) not doing it i I I booked us i booked us two double beds and micah's like what was the other options i said king can you change it? <laughs> <laughs> I want to say something, but I'm not going to. I'm not I, I doing appreciate it. Appreciate you not. But uh, honestly, seriously, thank you to our listeners and our our, our supporters because you know couldn't do it if you don't listen. No, and you know not to be that guy, but thanks to you two douchers for you know being being on this journey with me. Yeah, well, thank you for. I mean, you do the majority of the work. We just kind of show up every once in a while. Sometimes. Show up, show up and put a half-hearted effort in is what you're saying, huh? <laughs> yeah. yeah. What was your favorite show from this year? I don't know, man. There's some been, good ones. We've had quite a few. It's weird if you look back on the shows we had, how how long ago some of them feel. The fun, and they were this I mean, year. The funny, funnest and funniest show was the Campfire Show. For that sure. Was, that was, that just, was a blast. That was a good time just because we were, I mean – on the mountain, on vacation, relaxed, loving our best life. Yeah. But uh, some of the guests we've had, like, I don't know, we've done some with, like, John Collins. Well, like our coat series. That yeah, was, like, that we was, had O'Neill Ops. O'Neill Ops, that was, That yeah. was awesome. Chris James Robinson. has a wealth of knowledge on that stuff. I, though, I've said this back in, when we started this. I like the informational ones. I like the the coyote series learning stuff. Yeah. Uh, uh, those were episodes 95, 96, and 97. If you want to go back and listen to them, folks, I have to, we should do that again this year. Oh, we definitely should. I don't know if we want to call it a coyote series or we're just going to have a shit ton of coyote episodes coming out. One of the two, but yeah, we're definitely going to do that. Um, I loved having Dustin Williams on, um, uh, habitat works. Dude, Dustin, he, again, he, yeah, to, uh, I think twice this year. Um, he's, he's so smart with that stuff, man. 
Um, Scott Wilper again was is always Scott's a, always a good time. Man, he's so smart. Another one that I thought was a lot of fun that I didn't think was going to be as fun as it was was that one with uh, Cameron Tinker about the rifles. Oh, the five best. Uh, yeah, the five best rival. rifles. That was yeah. Uh, that was a lot. Of that fun. was a lot of fun. It it really was. Uh, mostly because people <laughs> get so worked up they over do, it. Man. It's fun, man. Yeah, it's man. fun. I'm getting so much shit for using my six five Creedmoor here lately and shooting coyotes. Yeah, we got our first E designation with working class bow hunter. <laughs> that was fun. Uh, obviously, I enjoyed that one. Um, we had uh, Aaron Blasey with the Fall Podcast on. I just, all, I mean, Mangy Dog TV was a lot of fun. Yeah, um, I would lo- like to go hunting with with him. Mm-hmm. That would be a lot of fun. I am hoping Austin gets his dog trained up. I want to see that thing work. It's, it's getting closer. I want to say it's close. It's closer. Yeah. Um. Oh, was uh, Chase Watson kid that fell out of his tree? Yeah. yeah, that was a good one. That was a, that was an awesome tales of the chase. Um, who's the fella from up north that killed that beast? Gosh, what's his name? I can't remember. No, oh, that was a fun one too. Because uh, well, Micah, remember that was the night his son yeah, fell down. Fell. Had, had to, to reschedule. Mm-hmm. Just the whole situation over that one. Having Matt Davis with Broken Arrow Game Recovery was cool. No. Um, the tracking Lindsay Thomas Jr. is always a good show that was a good one with the uh the food plots yep just all kinds of Zach Farrenball man that was one of the was legend. that me and you Andy nope no that was me all the all the like the last five you just said were all during harvest when I was gone yeah, Andy's like I don't remember that one <laughs> and you know you know he didn't listen to him right listen to 104.3 KFKM <laughs> you know Mike hadn't listened to the last two I was talking shit and said word I listened to every episode, and you were it. not that bad. I just like the one where he's like, I could take him. <laughs> I'll say that to your face. I could <laughs> we're going to have a rematch. Uh, having our buddies with Between the Tines here in studio was cool. That was fun. Yeah. Were you not here for that one either? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Turns out all the great ones, Andy wasn't here. Seen a theme. <laughs> Mike Hunsucker and Ty Easley in studio was awesome. Um, nope. We've we've had Ty on several times, but yeah. never here. Um, and then you know we one. haven't had Mike on yet. That was a good one. Yeah, you seem to. And Ty is. I think Ty's starting to develop a complex with you. Yeah, because you have never been on when Ty's been with us. This is Ty's third time or fourth. Stop having him on in you know September and October, December sixth, <laughs> or December sixth. <laughs> Uh, I was apparently doing something. <laughs> Jake, uh, Jake was a good one. This was that was a recent one. You were on that one. Um, yeah, see, I missed that one. Yeah, you did miss that one. That was mm-hmm. your buddy that killed that big old was a two fifteen or something. Two oh eight is what eight, which I think yeah. is going to be bigger than that. But that next one now, you guys did that in one of the times my wife worked. Which next one? The sixth. Whenever you guys had. Uh, oh yeah, Heartland. Heartland on. Well, that was the day it came out. We didn't record it that day. Well, whatever day you recorded it was, I, I think, know. a Monday. Sometime or... before that. <laughs> Our Kyle Season BS session was fun. Just the that one that just time. came out. That's always good Was time. that today? Yeah, it did today. come out today. Yeah, I haven't even listened to it yet. It's always a good time when you got buddies in here. And you're just bullcrapping. Yeah, there's all about, kinds of good ones. There's about five podcasts worth of information that night. We only got one. Yeah. I need, we need to catch up with our buddy Ted Bright um, about his year. Because you know his son TJ had – a really unfortunate health scare. Yeah. Like, almost I, died. I saw something 
And then he killed a deer like a couple months later. That's pretty cool. Maybe I don't even know how long, but um, catch up with him. I don't know. All kinds of good shows. I just, I like going through that. We had episode 100 this year. Yes, we did. That was a big milestone. What the hell did we even talk about in that episode? I have no idea. More listener questions. That was fun. I don't know. What do y'all want to do? I think 2023. Keep, Keep on, on trucking. Yep. You gonna give us a dad joke to wrap this year up? I, Mike has already nailed the. I can't top the Chuck <laughs> Norris joke. <laughs> that was good. I'm gonna leave I almost had to hit man. the pause button. I can't believe you guys never heard that one. I've never. After heard you said that it, one. I was like, "Oh yeah, I heard it." But well, while you're saying, I, I'm like, I, I have no idea know, where this is going. I used to know a bunch of Chuck Norris. Jokes. Okay, let's wrap it up. It was it was a great show. Uh, yeah. Appreciate all the listener questions. Uh, appreciate. Our wives for putting up with this shit for another year. Appreciate um, another year of hunting, man. Yeah. Here's to another year. Let's see here. We're we're 60 episodes away from doing 200 without a single week missed. That's pretty good accomplishment. I would like to get there. Yeah. There are some weeks that I would really not not like not to. It's hard to make it work. It's work. I mean, you know, if anybody out there is wanting to do a podcast. I would I would say do it because you never know unless you try. But it it is work. It, it's it's not just sitting there, you know, hitting record and then doing. I mean, there's all kinds of other stuff you got to do too. So it's um, a big time effort. Time, our normal podcast we all we, we set it for about eight o'clock. Just because eleven oh seven. Our families kind of wind down. Events for the night are wound down, and we normally get home around midnight. Yep. Yeah. And that's just the recording aspect of it. There's other stuff we do. I mean, we're, you know, we other stuff Nate does. Yeah. No, Nate. not just me. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I edit and deal with that. But I mean, we, we have meetings sometimes that we, we yeah. got to go to for, you know, partner stuff and, you know, just whatever else. Um, you two fucks group text all the time. I mean, you text as much, if not more. Mm. I'm going to disagree with that one. Well, he didn't respond ever. That's that's in a true. timely fashion. That's for sure. That's hundred percent. One of us has to work for a living, bro. You work you at just... a desk, okay? <laughs> your phone is literally right there. You probably got it where your text shows up on your computer. <laughs> Do not. So now he's got an excuse. I know for a fact that I guarantee you his phone. He's left-handed, so it's right there. <laughs> oh. Fuck those guys. <laughs> That's how that goes. And it's incorrect. I keep it on the right-hand side because my keyboard is on the left-hand side. Okay. The other day, after we got done hunting, I was like, I had to text you guys a question. And I'm like, if this bastard doesn't respond, I know he just walked into his house. <laughs> he did. He did respond. That's usually when you won't get me to text back in a timely manner because I have tried to make a better effort of putting my phone on silent and not dealing with anything for a little bit of time so I can spend time with the family. Yeah. Yeah. So not all the time. But I I'm have trying. a goal for 2023. Spend less time on social media if that's possible. Yeah. I mean, I know we got the social media because we have to, but man, I just hate it so much sometimes. It's such a I don't know, fake world out there at times. and I feel like we spend too much energy on it at times. For sure. 
definitely definitely can be an issue. Definitely. Let's okay, wrap it. Let's wrap it up again. All right. This has been the Missouri Woods and Water Podcast. <laughs> That's what we're doing. All right. See you all next year. Bye, Andy. See you.